Let me start a little different, man. Before we get into anything right now, I got something I need to address real quick. But I'm going to make it short because I already know <laughs> the fans tired of hearing my voice. So, with that being said, the Smooth Hive has spoken. Yo, you know yo, yo. Shout out to y'all, man. The Smooth Hive has said, you know, yo, Rude, turn it, tone it down, man. I, we, we came for Smooth, man. We can't. We came for curve when we ain't coming here. You rant all day. We, we <laughs> you dropped the government name, son. <laughs> that is light. So, with that being said, I heard your request. I want to say thank you to all the fans that have, you know have been giving us feedback. Like the bio says, all feedback is welcome. And this is the I don't know who needs to hear this podcast. I'm your boy Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. I got my main man with me, Smooth, yeah, yeah, aka yeah, yeah, Young yeah. Samson, no Delilah, <laughs> aka Chubbs, aka Draymond. If you know the Golden State metaphor, but it's all good, man. What's up, bro? What up? What up? What up? What up? What I just up? had to show you more love because I felt like last time, you know, what I mean, I ain't, I ain't let you get your shit. Yeah, over, man, but... this is all energy right here, man. You already know. Yeah. Episode three. You know why we started with the Jersey City shit, man. I don't think they knew we was from Jersey City, bro. I don't think they knew. So we yeah, had to go there first, they man. They damn sure didn't, bro. Bro, take me back to those times, bro, with those mixtape days, man. Nobody was really fucking with the mixes. How, that's why I be saying to people, bro. Niggas don't be fucking with the mixes how, how we fuck with I mixes. I think it's like. a dead art. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I can always remember 05, bro. I'm going to tell you, 05, man. Dyson Chameleon. One of the greatest mixtapes ever. Dyson Chameleon dropped that. Uh, Don't know if you got a girl. Oh yeah, that oh yeah, oh yeah. When that shit dropped, had the had the hood for the whole summer, bro. Had the <laughs> had the hill, had the projects, the PO. When I said when I tell you that shit was bumping, bro. That shit went uh, back when Dangerous Minds, yo. The whole they dangerous had everybody. Minds, dangerous the Minds. The funny thing is, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. <laughs> da, 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 da. I used to, I used to rap. I, I used to have a rap like the DJs want to rap now. They ain't making mixes for the cultures no more. Like back, yo, in the early two thousands, the DJs ran the music, bro. Like it exactly. was a lot of niggas weren't rapping, exactly. and the DJ beef was real. Like I felt like that was our, like that was our calling for Jersey City. Like you yeah. know how like Baltimore had club and shit like that. Exactly. Like mixes was like our thing. Like. And it was just like it was crazy. I love I love the mixtape era, man. I love the J Dove, the Juggernauts, Chameleon, E Square, all man, everything. Oh, Even though I was Dolo. a youngin, I still was hip Dolo to Dolo and E Square. Shout out to Dolo, man. I was hip. He done moved down south and shit. Shout out to the projects, man. Juggernaut, when Juggernaut dropped, he first dropped the, uh, the, 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 the Juggernaut, Juggernaut. Oh my God, like all on the chirp I phones, just, like <laughs> ride out before. I, and a lot of people don't know this. This how big I am on just Jersey City culture, like hip hop, you know, mixing. Before Ride Out was Ride Out, he was Lil Money. So shout out to Rocky, man. Midnight. 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 Yo. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's history in there. Wally Cat. Everybody, man. Booyah, man. Yo, it's a lot of dude. A lot of dudes paved the way. It was a lot. That's a lot of legendary DJs. J Dub, I think he on like part 130,000, so. He still did. He still DJ. He ain't dropping the coach at all. He holding it up. Is on. Yo, this nigga done dropped a thousand mixtapes, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, yo, I asked him one time, like, yo, Jay, because that's my cousin. I'm like, yo, Jay, what's good? Like, 
What part you on now? He was like, yo, bro, it's to the point. I don't even know no more. I, I just stopped keeping count. I just name a, a mixtape now. Like, it ain't no more part 100. It's just the, the name of the mixtape now. Like, J-Dub, no going back. That's the... <laughs> I'm glad he's doing that, though, because, like, that's something that's a part of, like, Jersey City Legacy, honestly. So I'm glad that he's still doing it, you know. It's, they didn't He didn't let it die because it could have easily just been a dead thing that nobody even remember because, like, I'm pretty sure these millennials now don't even know a thing about a mixtape or a mix, Jersey City mix. Like, they don't even know what, what pretty much founded niggas us. Are the like, Jersey City niggas are the craziest was like an anthem, bro. Yeah, it was a man. fucking anthem. We had a we had a lot of anthem anthems though. It wasn't just that. Like like I said, it was the uh the Don't Know If You Got a Girl song. Uh what was big? The um I'm so glad. I I I wish we could just cue all this shit up right now. Like it's well, it's just so much history in the, the D Jackson shit. <sighs> Not at me show legend. You. Jersey oh, City man. legend. Oh man, bro. How far we can go? Legend, bro. He's a legend. Like the whole before many men was many men. It was food real and great times, bro. Great. I was a younger man. I wasn't even on the white, bro. I was on Belmont. Don't I think get... O moved off the white, and I moved. <laughs> and I was on Belmont. I was affiliated with Darkside at the time. Don't don't get me oh Darkside. <laughs> <laughs> In wetlands, like, oh. the bro. fucking Martin Luther King Day parades, bro, was sick, bro. Yo. Fucking sick. <laughs> I saw, yo, I remember when the the Martin Luther King Day was in the parade. Uh, it was in like his heyday, the parade. I saw a dude get smacked with a Panasonic radio, bro. Like Panasonic, and I and I know who he is, and I just I'm not gonna <laughs> put his business out there. He a real one, but. I'm not going to do him like that. But he caught a seizure, bro. He got smacked with the side of the Panasonic radio. Boom! Like Them shits was heavy with the with the fat-ass batteries in it. First oh of all, God. that's another... They don't even know about the Panasonics, bro. You had to go cop, like, six double D batteries, like... <laughs> With shit. the tape, because you know why he kept the back piece? You had to get the tape just to make sure your shit didn't fall out, bro. Yo, you be mad as hell, yo. This shit always... And the speaker always went, too, like... Yo, so much history. I got so much history with just Jersey City culture. Like, that was us, yo. Like, anywhere you went, any, you know what I'm saying? I, I remember a time where the park and the rock was, you know, before, like, peroxide, bro. <laughs> yo, I look back now, like, what were y'all thinking, peroxide? <laughs> but Fair it's all so love now. It's like the hill, just, you know, we, you know, everybody merged. Just, I mean, it's, it's going to be beef on blocks always. I think that's primitive nature for teens to always have beef in. I think just, right, right, yeah, it's right. just macho chauvinistic manner. Um, I also learned that a lot of times, the older you get, the more beef, the the older you get, the more the beef becomes about women, man. But that's just me. Like it's always a female involved when it when and, the, at the bottom, though, yo, at the bottom, it's, it's like always oh. the older you get, and you ask two niggas why they beefing, it's always somehow it got a female involved, bro. Like Where's she is always her fault, bro. You be like yo, like yo, yeah, he jumped my man, yo. Where why he jumped your man? Cause he, my man was fucking with his girl. Oh, so y'all beefing yo, you, over him? Over beefing Tisha? With like, oh man, yo, that is like, crazy. Friendships son. have ended over females. Like if you look back at the, the course of history, bro. A lot of stuff are because of females, man. Like, I'm just keeping it G. Throughout the course of it, man, that's crazy. Shit, right now, I think I think Drake and Kanye beefing over a female, but they don't want to talk about it. Huh? Yeah, Kanye think Kanye definitely think that Drake fucked Kim. He definitely <laughs> think that. And Drake giving him the silent treatment. He ain't even saying that. He ain't gonna say nothing. He just gonna be like, yeah, if that nigga think that, let him think it. Yeah. That shit gonna fuck with his pride. That nigga was walking under the train like this shit's <laughs> fucking with me. Like he was like. <laughs> Yo, it's it? throwing my spirit off. Like, yo. <laughs> Anytime a nigga say it's throwing my spirit off, yo, 
That nigga ain't right in the head, bro. Like, so anytime a nigga says throwing my spirit off, it's over a female, bro. Like, yo, then I you can't. seen the angle of the phone, or he ain't even get the like. He was from the bottom, like, yo, it's throwing my spirit off. Like, he getting the, the nose nostril angle, like, bro. Put the camera up, bro. Bro, where are you going, guy? Like, <laughs> Why are you walking around right you're now? You're a million dollar man. Why are you walking under the train? I, sh- I should have been in the video trying to rob that dumbass nigga. <laughs> throwing, you throwing my spirit off by being in the hood. If I ever see somebody, and I used to always say, like, because I hated Wale so much, like, I used to always say, yo, if I ever saw Wale, I would rob him, bro. Like, just, I'm a hater. Like, that's the definition of a hater. <laughs> I just, just don't like him. Why? I don't know. <laughs> just didn't. I mean, if I see him, I'm gonna rob him just because. Like, I'm gonna. He gonna have to die for his, bro. Just because of my hate. Word, bro. Yeah, man. But Goldie, once again, man. It's just the two of us. <laughs> just the two of us. Hey, yo. We can make it if we try. Boy, boy, just the we, two of us. We already nine minutes in. I don't even think I uh said the name of, the, of. I mean, I don't even think I said the number of the episode. This is episode three. I'm slacking, bro. I give a good intro, but then always forget the the name to mark the episode number. But we so. we picked it up with the energy and the chemistry, bro. Yeah, we definitely man. picked it up. So, and we brought them to Jersey City for a quick. But like, you try, you, know, you try to throw a little shot in there. So it is just the two of us. Of course, we have a third co-host. No, uh, we gonna talk to her too. No, you about to get fired, right. yo. Like, yeah, I'm I'm about to look back in that contract <laughs> and say something. I know something in the, like, in the fine print. All right, after a while, your calling to God is getting too strong. Right. Right. Every week you got to. I had to three-way him. Go, bro. If he your manager, I'm three-way him. <laughs> you can't skip church once in a while. Like, it's getting out of hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but what's, what's up with you, though, bro? Like, what's going on with you? Um, Same shit, you know, work week. I got, I got something that I actually got to say about, like, I'm happy that the, the government shutdown is over, bro. Yeah. Because oh, I know 30, I know we was talking about, days. like, I know we was talking about how how we wouldn't go to work if we wasn't getting paid. But it's like the environment and structure that we live in that people still had to go to work just to keep their benefits, you know? Yeah. And, like, people just not working for checks, but they keeping it just to, get, just to get the benefits. Like, you're working for checks and you're working for benefits. So... I salute the people that stuck it out. You know, it was a long, long, long 30-some days, you know, just going to work and just hoping that Donald Trump brings peace to what the fuck he's doing to the to the, to the the states and the government. And TSA, I know that shit was crazy. I, I know a lot of people's flights was, like, hectic. Like, a lot of people told me, like, TSA just letting people go. So I'm just glad that it's, it's finally over, that these people could get paid and... I commend you, man. It's, I really commend anybody that was going through that that struggle. Yeah, I think with, I'm following up. I just I want to say thank you. Like I got a lot of friends, a lot of friends who work for the government. It's been rough for them, and I think like I said uh, two weeks ago on episode one, I'm good when I missed that first and second check. But when that third check hit, like I said, it com- it becomes a matter of I can't pay my bills. My lights gonna be off soon. I'm dipping into my savings. Now it becomes personal. And it's like I still have to go to work or I'm gonna lose my job. So I wanna say thank you, like to, you know, TSA workers. I know Joel, you know, a good friend of mine, good female friend of mine, she was just going to work faithfully. In the beginning she would call out, but she had to, she knew like it was a good job. So eventually when right, everything right. kicked off. But the sad part is this shit is temporary. It's a three week, it's three week temporary. So they're gonna get their back pay. But if they don't get this thing resolved in, in three weeks, we're going back on it. Yeah, so I don't want to have to deal with that. Uh, 
a lot of people, you know, going into the airports, they would, uh, some people were saying it was hectic, some people were saying it was light, it was it was good, but still in all, I don't want to travel under those conditions. I don't think that it's fair to the workers or those who have paid, and then you get to the airport and it's, like, hectic. Like, I don't, who wants to deal with that? Like, right. It's just, it, I'm, but I'm glad, I'm super glad. So we was joking about it and all that, but I'm just glad that those people have the opportunity to get paid for all the hard work that they do, and I, they should actually even throw in some incentives for that, like, because 33 days is a lot to not get paid in a job that's so stressful and so important, just like TSA. Like, it's not no regular cashier job or nothing like that. This is, like, people life or death situation, people sneaking on illegal weapons or improper goods going across the, the country and stuff like that. So they need to be getting commended or something, like, honestly. Word up. Like, you, you know I mean? You just got to... Like I said, it's, it's, it becomes a matter of thank you. But I'm just, I'm glad. I, I, I That's why I asked you in the first episode, like, yo, how do that y'all have to deal with that? I didn't even know that. I thought that, like, um, you know, U.S. Postal Service were government-sanctioned jobs. I didn't even know that it was, like, a state thing or, like, nah, every state. they know not to fuck with us. <laughs> After that you, strike. Ooh, <laughs> once you start fucking with the mail, bro, like. A lot of shit stops. A lot of <laughs> shit fucked up when that mail don't come through. I'm still mad at Amazon, but, <laughs> like, once you start fucking with niggas' mail, it's a problem, bro. Like, if I can't get this package, bro, like I ordered a week ago, it's it's over, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's let too them much. Let W2s not come through the mail. Let, the, let that PSNG don't come through. That's and like, that, they don't want to fuck with us. And that's a problem. W2s, you know, dealing with those people who want their shit, that's a problem just on a regular, in a regular February year. Like, imagine the stress of, you know, the, the, the government shut down. You mean tell me, no, I'm not delivering this shit. Nigga, fuck out of here. Like, you're going to be mad as hell. I can't deal with that shit, bro. I'm good on it. Like, <laughs> I would have been, I would have, man, I know me personally, I would have been quit. Like, I would have mm-hmm. been got up out of there. Like, I can't do it for the simple fact that it's just like, you want me to come to work every day. You want me to put a smile on my face. You want me to check people down. Like, I'm looking at, I'm, if I look at you and you look like you got a strap, you got, go ahead, bro. Just go, just go cause terror, bro. I don't care. Like, <laughs> let's let's go show the let's go show the government how smart of a you know, let's go show Trump how smart of an idea this was like just go shoot up everything or show so, how powerful we are like like show, nigga, how show, important we are in this show government. Trump that there are terrorists in America that are there are American terrorists go yeah go show him how stupid this idea was because I'm not you know what I mean so but like I said thank you to those who still did their job who still held it down under the stressful strenuous circumstances man like that's just real so rude but like. You got you got into you got into anything uh, over the weekend recently? Uh, nah, man. I, I I was real low key last week, and I think it's sad because I wanted to ask you about last weekend, but we got into so much shit that I didn't. But this weekend for me was real chill. Like I you know I just chill with Didi. We went bowling yesterday. I mean, uh, the weekend coming to an end. We do the podcast on a Sunday, so it's like by the time we do that, I probably go chill with her tonight. And did you let her win? Nah, hell no, bro. Like I can't. Not let, one. Not you know what? You know what though? Actually, she did win the first game, but it's not that I let her. She actually bowled like a one twenty. I bowled like an eighty seven. But oh, it was a rusty. It was a rusty ball. No, it wasn't even that. I just start picking up random balls. Pause. I just start picking up <laughs> random bowling balls and just start like I was trying to find my rotation. Oh, so I, I, but but I came back the next game and bowled like a one sixty eight, which is my average. So that you know that you know, that, that got me back in the groove. But that it wasn't even about being rusty. I just start because I don't have my own bowling ball. I just start picking up random bowling balls and just start trying to find a groove. 
I remember I, I, I swung. I, I'm, I'm real strong, so I'm strong-handed. So I swung one ball. I uh, swung one ball so hard, I cracked the, uh, the ball. Like it, the pin was cracked all the way down the middle. I was like, damn, right in the hole. Yeah, so. that's always been a thing in my life. When I go bowling, like with a female. I give them like a little three game series. You get the first one, you know. They let them pop their shit, you know. know. They pop. They, they definitely gonna pop their shit. Oh, you suck. You this. Them. Second game, I crack that ass. <laughs> third game. Third hey, game, I take the focus off. I'm like, alright. So, now I mean, if she got like sixty something, I'ma just beat her by like four or five. No, I, I take. Gotta, I take my foot off the brake a little bit. You like, oh, go. you you try, baby. You try. You try. You got it. Nah, you gotta go off because like females now they'll talk shit. They'll take a picture. Like when they will. When the female happy, she take pictures of everything. So like everything becomes a competition because she like you could go out to you could go out to eat and if your food look good or her food look she taking a picture of it trying she'll flex like your food is her food like fuck out of here it's my shit or that wrong. nasty ass spaghetti you ordered I'm over here with you know what I'm saying <laughs> but nah it's just uh nah I, I ain't let her win because you know you can't come back from that once they let you win they don't never shut up they want to tell everybody then the, the uh the male friends or the male cousins this they start looking at you crazy like i'll wash you now you got checked and i'm like what's up what you want to do like you can take it there nah why do females do that because like i went on a date with a chick in the summertime we went to top golf and like she was just like judgmental the whole time. Like I let her, I let her win the first one. She like, oh, you weak. Like you yeah, ain't even like, hitting the ball far. Like look at him over here in the ball far. I'm like, all right, now I got your ass. I think it's, I think it's. I a start, matter. I look yeah. like Tiger Woods out that motherfucker. I'm <laughs> flinging them shits to the fifty yarder. Like bing, 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 bing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what happened? What you say? What you say? What you say, that boy? I think it's a matter. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, like competition. Like, like you, damn, yeah, I can't just, even be a gentleman nowadays. You, like, yeah, like you just they they uh you just they want you to bring out the best in them, but at the same time, I'm trying to be courteous. Like I'm trying to be nice. Like I'm trying to be laid back. I'm trying to just have fun. But their <laughs> idea of fun is the competition. Word. Like, you you like, don't want me yelling in your face. <laughs> like you ass. You ass, girl. Yo, you ass. <laughs> if it came to that, it came. Like that's that's the point I'm getting to now. And you know what? When I first started dating Didi, I had did that to her. Like she wanted to play. 2k right and you know like i'm look i'm like well, i don't want to so what we did i took her to the to the playground not the uh <laughs> yeah not not a, i wasn't about to play a whole five quarter game like i'm not doing that i took it to the playground yo pick your best five i'm gonna pick whatever five so she start going you know females that go to the first couple names they hear it's a five on five black court if you know anything about 2k it's like a black you know you can play on a black top you, you know, any five on five so she picks. She start going through names. What's the dog skin ball guy name? Who Jordan? Yeah, I want Jordan. I see where she going from there. What's the <laughs> what's the what's the light skin one name with the green eyes? Curry. Yeah, I want him, and I want the one with the beard. Harden. So you just about to make a dream team. <laughs> she so, all MVPs. So I want LeBron too. Look, you want the whole squad? Like she was like so, but then she threw a rant. Like she threw a random ass nigga in there that I wasn't <laughs> expecting her to know. I think she asked for like Chris Childs. I was like. How the fuck you know who Chris Childs is? Oh, that's my cousin, baby father. Yeah, I went he to high asked. school with him. Man. He asked. You know, <laughs> like, she's not. So, you know, so she picked the bomb. She picked the bomb squad with Chris Childs. And I'm like, okay. So I pick AI. I pick my mob player. I pick, a matter of fact, I picked all point guards. She got all these. these I got picked uh, Kyrie, Isaiah Thomas, a, like AI. I picked a bunch of point guards, right? So she's playing. It's like 10 1, right? She, 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 ten, she up 10 1. But mind you, she keep holding X too long, so every time she go to shoot, it's a travel. So I'm trying to teach her how to dunk, how to lay up, how to shoot. She start talking crazy because it's like 17-2. 
I was like, hold up, you got me all the way fucked up. Like now my pride kicking in. And you, <laughs> you, you not even being. I'm being nice to you. You're not even being nice to me about winning, and you don't even know I'm letting you win. Man, when I tell you I kicked up on her 21-17, she ain't scored not a near another point, fool. Man, get the fuck out of I start jaying everything. Come down the court with AI, two-piece crossover, splash. Like, get the fuck out of here. Word I start, she try to bring the ball down with Chris Childs. She don't even know nigga can't dribble. Like, you know, that's what <laughs> you get. Nigga dribbling on 40. I'm ripping him. I run down the court with Kyrie. Swoop, scratchies. <laughs> Give me that, like. Where is bomb, bro? That shit is out, man. But it's just, it's it's fun. But like I said, it's, it just becomes a matter of like, when we need to be having fun no more. Like once I kick your ass that bad, and I realize that was your best effort, it ain't fun no more. I'm good. Word. Like, cause now you gonna make me. First of all, you gonna make me feel bad if I let you win, and then you gonna make me feel bad if I win. So I gotta, we gotta find a happy medium, bro. Where you could, you could, you could definitely, you could definitely beat me in like. The chill games, like you could beat me in trouble, Uno, <laughs> cards. You could beat me in shit like that. But when what? it comes to like physical shit, that that like I take pride in, like bowling, pool, you know, two yeah, K. Then I'm gonna tap that ass. Shit. I'm gonna tap that yeah. ass. But you could beat me in trouble or Monopoly. You can fuck me up in Monopoly. Yo, but nah, my shorty take uh she takes spades real serious, and I'm glad cause she's my spades partner. Play man, we had a game night one time playing spades with Trey and Dooley, and uh. I think we was going like nine, so we like yeah, we gonna go nine. We we about to we about to shoot, shoot y'all. Oh, I hope man. she ain't cut you, bro. Man, I cut her. She Ooh. was she was tight. She was like, hey, yo, she was, yo, she was like, hey, yo, what's up with you? Like, she started talking to me like I was homie on a block. Like, I was, <laughs> oh, she was talking. To, she, <laughs> didn't, she didn't even give you the look. She bro, just started. She started she yelling. Like, she soon, straight soon yelled at I you. Cut her. Cause I was a little tipsy by then. We had been playing. I, we were drinking corn liquor. We were tall. I was getting tipsy. So Trey and Trey and Dooley's trying to scrap to get five. Like they <laughs> they, they working hard to get boys. She like so we we up we up. But she, I cut her. She was like, hey yo, what's up with you, dummy? Like what you doing? I was like, yo, my bad. I'm, I mean, I'm on my fourth cut with that. You know what I mean? I'm I'm feeling good right now, but. I mean, it's just good that you you can have fun with you know with your show Bro, your whatever. It's two oh, card games that you can lose friends over: spades and Uno. Pity pat too. If it's pity pat money uh, on the line, I don't know. But Uno, <laughs> you hit a nigga with a draw four, but too many times, nigga might want to fight you. Like yo, bro, step outside, bro. <laughs> like like yo, you, you got ain't got no other you? cards. <laughs> yo, you got something against me, bro? Like what's up with you? Like why you why you coming crazy <laughs> like that? Like. I just let you slide with a reverse. You gonna throw a draw two back on me? Where like a nigga hit the reverse and did throw it? The, like damn, bro, he was holding that I shit. I have a quick question because black people always change the rules of every game we ever play. We play spades. Like I feel like black people invented the three joker rule in spades. Like white people play ace down. Who do you know? what I'm saying so. So, but with Uno, what's the what's the real rule on? Uh, stacking draw fours like we just we created our own game to the point where Uno the rules have said yo you can't stack on draw four we still stack each other like, nah you can't draw, you can't stack no draw four you can stack draw twos but not four I don't play that. that but nah that's what shorty hit me up one day we playing draw or we playing Uno twos like she threw a draw I threw a draw four out she threw one back at me like Nah, no, the color blue, nigga. I said, I'm not picking up eight cards. You got me fucked up. Nah, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's, that's, that's a black people rule right there. That is a black people rule. Like, <laughs> why we, we just got to stop making shit up. Like, <laughs> niggas be playing ball like, yo, <laughs> that was a double dribble. You travel, you mean, nigga? No, a double dribble, nigga. You put the, That's a pro hop. That's legal. No, it's not. Not in the street ball. Like, <laughs> we just be making up our own rules, yo. Like, shit, that shit go. But it is what it is, man. But my bad, bro. What you get into this weekend? Uh, 
this weekend, I ain't do shit. But last weekend, I honestly found out that New York people live on a different type of time than the rest of the world. <laughs> I mean, I've never been to a lot of other places like Vegas and shit like that. But New York people live on a different type of time, bro. Like, everything literally doesn't stop when it's supposed to stop. That's true. And it's sad. Like, so I'm in Brooklyn. I'm with my, my brothers from school, G, Benson, Justin. So I go out there Friday night after work. Now, I get off work around 5.30. Boom, get home, shower, shoot over there. Get there around 7, 8 o'clock. I got my Patron, taking shots, boom, 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 boom. Be like, yo, we're going to go to the club around 12. And other places, like where I'm from, in Jersey, the club at 12 means you only got two hours of good music Big going. Facts. Like, that's prime time hours, shit going down. You know what I mean? You ain't hearing no throwbacks. You ain't hearing no 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 fuck nigga shit. No Caribbean shit, no none of that. No. No, that's not what's going to happen right now. Boom. So we take the Uber. Taking more shots in the, in the Uber, you know what I mean? Get out the car, I'm stumbling. Feeling good. We get to this, like, little restaurant shit. And we chilling. I take a little beer, like, just to calm my nerve. And after that, we go to the regular club. It's around 1230. And the DJ's playing Ja Rule and Ashanti. I'm like, okay. I'm not expecting to hear this time at 1230. Time out, time out. What Ja Rule and Ashanti song? Because that's important. Who would I be without my baby? <laughs> but that's a hood classic. Like, no, it no, is. That's- but I'm used to hearing that either close to the end or oh, in the I, beginning. I, I feel you. And then, so I'm like, all right, so maybe we just call him, like, at the end of his set, and I mean, he about to go into the hot shit. No. After that, Fat Joe Terror Squad, lean back. This this sound like a good club. I want to go there. No, 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 no. Not at this time, though, dog. Not at this time. All right. It's that time of the night. It's 1 o'clock now. I mean, now I got hookah in me. I done hit the hookah a couple times. Hit the hookah a couple times. Now I done blew that out. I mean, now I'm on another planet. Another planet. One o'clock come, I'm still hearing old school shit. I I think I even heard shook ones, Mob Deep. I wanted to play that as the intro too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm feeling them. I'm right, right. I'm still just vibing. But if anybody that ever went to the club with me, you know what I'm into. I'm trying to hear computers. <laughs> I'm trying to hear stupid. At some point of this night, I'm trying to hear something to get me going, like you some dancing track. Only young nigga shit. Some this, dancing this, this, track this. to get me going, That's bro. That's why they be shooting in the club. It's niggas like you want to hear that shit. Like I said, that's the two things that don't mix, bro. When you start, you put females in the room with computers playing and somebody getting shot, bro. I promise you, bro. If you put those two things in a room with a bunch of women and men, somebody getting shot. And then if you throw Hennessy in there, not Patron, because Patron <laughs> want everybody sexy on Patron. You throw Hennessy in there with men, women, and the song computers, somebody is dying, bro. I'm telling you. Well, go ahead. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm like, all right, I ain't hearing that. But I, it ain't even got to be that. Give me Drip Too Hard. Give me little Baby. <laughs> Give me Gunner. Something like that. I'm not hearing it. Around 2 o'clock. Still ain't hear it. You know, you know what I did? <laughs> you went to the DJ booth? No. Oh, I, I did. The, I did even worse. I checked, went to sleep in the club. Didn't give a fuck on the couch. I said, "Waitress, Yo. check, please." <laughs> sleep on the pillows in the cut light. Know what I mean, nah, I don't give a fuck. You didn't do that? Yes, bro. Bro, I'm like, it? "Yo, bro, when is this nigga gonna speed it up?" I woke up. Still ain't hear update a song yet, bro. I think I woke up to like. Fucking 
some old Jay Z shit. Like I don't even know what I woke up that to. That sounded like a dope club. I'm kind of mad I wasn't there. Like, you hey, just, hey, it's Contra Lounge, bro. You, bro. It's Contra Lounge. You want to go to Contra Lounge in the city, bro? Go ahead. You want to hear that shit? Come on, come back. I ain't bro. coming back. I Unless like, I got to take a nap. Maybe I was just tired. But I don't know. But nah, nigga, that wanna, shit took you, too long, bro. You took too long. Hit, that shit gets me tired. Put on computers, everybody jumping the fuck around. Yeah. That's the problem with y'all, bro. I'm, and I'm saying, and I, and I, a lot of times I get on the podcast and talk about how, like, y'all as you and younger, man, you only three years younger than me, but that shit makes a difference when, like, I, the music that I grew up on and the music that you grew up on, man, we want to dance on some women. The women obviously not dancing no more. The women in the club stacking. They, they, when the computers come on, they up in Throwing up brim, bitches ain't even blood. They just ain't there with the shits. Like I said, yeah. yo, this shit getting out of hand, man. But like, I, I'm just saying though, bro, you need it. You need to live the party up though. You <laughs> definitely need to live the party up. Like, get me yeah. up there, go snooping. <laughs> like, get me there. Yeah. Oh, you ain't had no six like, nine. Nah, I ain't had no six it's, nine in me. No, no Takashi, nothing, I, bro. I guess it's a matter of time, bro. It's a matter of just age and. Yeah, yeah like even know. even back then, I needed to hit chicken head once in a while, like right oh, third, right oh, third, oh, some. So. It's, just get my blood pumping. It was pumping. a matter of they didn't play none of the club. You know what I mean? Yeah, the like bangers. they was playing a lot of the shit that I play in the crib or when I'm just, you know what I mean, trying to be in my thoughts. All right. I yeah. But that's because yeah. they late, though. They late. They just so, late on shit. Three o'clock is when they club. But I, you go, but I saw you them. doing regular smooth shit. Like, I, I saw you. Now, I ain't see you in there slapping no ass or nothing, but you you still was then. Y'all went back to the Airbnb. I go, first thing I do is I go on Instagram, check on my boys, make sure everybody good. Go go to Earn shit. He, he doing the same shit. Earn be, Earn be on Instagram uh, singing songs, don't know the words to no songs. And then Mumble every, rapper. Every two lines, Earn be like, yo, I'm fucked up. Like, so, but then I go to your shit. And you dancing, Millie rocking every song like Smooth doing what Smooth do. You know what I'm saying? You went every, you went every, you 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 shoot, you sh- I'm shoot it out, nigga. Like nah, I ain't shoot out. Nigga, you shoot. Uh, Black like, boy JB, I'm shoot. Nigga left Dude. the club. Nigga left. Nigga the only person I know fall asleep in the club, then go home and then have another club in the Airbnb and be dancing. Cause I'm the DJ in the club. I'm the DJ in the Airbnb. As you ass backwards, you sleep in the Airbnb, go out to party in the club. This nigga was sleep in the club, go out to party at the BNB, bro. They definitely should have hired me to be the, the club DJ. But shout I had out, hits. Shout out to the Everything Podcast because I saw y'all were all lit, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all look like y'all had a good week, and I, that's your fraternity, man. I, I always joke with this nigga like that. You went to go chill with your frat brothers and shit. So <laughs> shout out to them. I'm still tuned into the pod a week and shit. So you know what I mean. But that's what's up, bro. Like, see, I, we need to get back into the atmosphere. I saw you put in a group chat like, "Yo, do niggas want to go to?" I forgot what lounge tonight, but. Like that's just the that's just where GBs are nowadays. Like we be like, man, I don't feel like doing. We don't feel like doing shit, bro. I don't feel like doing that shit. We bro. might just be, we might be trash. Like, <laughs> it's not, responsibilities start yeah. to fall on niggas' heads. Like, nah, ooh, ooh, it's, uh, it's, you know what, man? I got work. I know, you know right? I, mean? bro, I got that. I got bro's that. Bro's got kids, got girls, jobs. Like niggas be like, I'm tired. Like it's just a matter. Niggas owe me money. I'm just, I'm I'm looking on Dre I'm looking on Dre Snap like yo bro you got one more time to go out this Saturday without paying me my bread I'm on <laughs> your ass nah but oh oh shout out to oh oh Facetime me like yeah I was in Jersey I was gonna bring you the bread I'm I'm not I'm not that friend that be pressed I'm not the friend that's gonna call you ten times like where my money at like I just know you in debt and when and the crazy thing I'm the type of friend that when you in debt I'm gonna hold it over your head over everything 
Like, if you are not gonna give me my hundred, I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start. You know, start making a lick and listen, checking it. Like, if we out in the club, yo, you, I'm hungry as hell. Yo, you trying to give me bread for McDonald's? <laughs> nah, I ain't niggas got, bro. just you subliminally ass shit. Like, yo, bro, I'm thirsty as hell. <laughs> oh, nigga, but I'm about to go to the store. Yo, 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 grab me, grab me a bag of chips with yo, that dollar. With a dollar, you, it's a dollar, my nigga. <laughs> when you now, you don't owe me a hundred. You owe me ninety nine. Now you owe me ninety nine. <laughs> like when you in debt, bro. Now it just become a matter of if your man in the in the club. That owe you bread, he bought a drink. Yo, where mine at, bro? Like, but you hey, owe yo, me bread. Bro. Like, you owe me money. Like, that friend is funny as hell, bro. Cause he's I'm always around, friend. yo. I'm that friend, he always around. Yo. Like, yo, I'm about to go grease up grass on the eat. Yo, hey, yo, give me, give me, give me a number three, yo. <laughs> Nigga, All right, like, bro. Just, just say you owe me seventy six, bro. You owe me eighty no more. You owe me seventy six, eighty four. Only got nine dollars. The number six is eight dollars, <laughs> bro. Get two mixed chickens, bro. Like, I don't care how much your order is. You the owe me bread, bro. And I I need, I'm collecting that shit. Like at any given time, I'm collecting parts of it. If you're not gonna give it to me whole, I'm collecting at any given time, bro. And the nigga done did the math already. He like, nah, nigga, you don't even owe me six fifty three no more. Nigga, you owe me three twenty four. Like, damn, you... nigga, you did that math so fast, bro. Like, yo, yo, bro, you. Yo, them fries. Let me get like three fries. Just take like a dollar off. You know what I mean? I, I, after a while, you just start bargaining shit that don't even make sense no more. <laughs> Niggas like, yo, drop me off here. All right, bro, take five dollars off. Yo, what was I thinking? Uh, yo, just drop me. Yo, just drop me off on Stevens, bro. Like, you know what I mean? You take five dollars off yo, that time, bro. I, I ain't got no gas. Don't worry about gas. You owe. You in debt, bro. <laughs> take that. Take that. Put that on my tab, bro. You over. over. This tank rolling off of love, my nigga. Ain't, Chill, bro. Ain't Relax. Nothing worse. I was both, um, believe it or not, always, always nice. Old bowls, like probably like a two hundred. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm like I said, I'm good for like a one sixty. I, I was bowling. We were bowling as a team. I think O was like, yo, bet on strike. So O ain't get the strike or whatever. I'm like, yo, you owe me five dollars. Man, I think this was probably like last year. I think I used up all of my, uh, like all of my, all of my bet money. I went to ask O to do something for me. He was like, "Nah, nigga, that five dollars ran out last May." <laughs> he was, he was like, "That that shit ran out around the time you dropped the advocation, nigga." I put it. I was like, "Yo, you right, yo, you smart." Like after a while, nigga don't even be in debt no more. I just be trying to hold the bet over his head now. Like, yo, you ain't never paid me right. back. It's that nigga that did the math in his like, head, what you, like nigga, what you, you ain't mean? got shit left. I, I bought the chaser for the patron, nigga. You ain't put in on that. I'm taking niggas start niggas start deducting their own price when they in debt. Yo, you ain't put in on the Patron, bro. Like, but you just took two shots. So that I'm take I'm taking ten <laughs> off my tab. How you taking ten off your tab, nigga? I don't even drink. Like, niggas be funny, bro. That's funny as hell, bro. Like, it's always the nigga. <laughs> what about the nigga that asked for the money when he bought the liquor? Yo, bro, y'all said y'all was gonna give me twenty, right? Nah, oh, I ain't, ain't nobody getting no more liquor, bro. That's a wrap, bro. Shit is over with. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a dumb man. <laughs> Yo, I'm, that's I'm earned not, ticket, though. Niggas don't know. That's say, earned I'm ticket. Not, earned no. don't go nowhere with me unless he got a bottle. That's that nigga gas hey, money. Yo. Hey yo, but earn is the word. Yo, earn is that. We we might as well just get into that friend because there's a lot of that friends, bro. Like earn is that. Earn is the worst passenger driver ever, bro. Like that nigga's going to sleep before you get to the club and when you get home, bro. That she could be five out, minutes bro. away too. You don't even got to be going far for that yo, nigga to go to sleep. I'm though. tired as hell, yo. You see that? You see that nigga phone in his hand and his head just moving to the side. You like. Right, <laughs> but I taught Earn a valuable lesson. I macked up with Earn before, like driving down. We, I think me, Mo, Jay, Mo, you remember that shit when we was driving down to uh, it was Christmas too. Driving down, like I think we was going to All Stars probably. 
Man, I macked up something crazy on the turnpike. This nigga Earl, this nigga's head smacked the dashboard. His grill popped out his mouth. <laughs> I was like, yo, just go ahead. Y'all niggas go to strip club without me. So my dumb ass gets locked up. Like, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in jail on Christmas, mad as hell. All my niggas, they all stars. I'm like, yo. Fuck, but they ain't know. I'm not blaming them. But that nigga never goes to sleep after that. Hell no, nigga. That nigga still goes to sleep, bro. We went to ball code not too long ago. This nigga went to sleep, bro. I'm talking about he'll never go to sleep with me. He be passing with his head. That like, shit crazy, bro. Like, it's nothing worse than leaving the club and you already like bent up, and then your co-passenger bent up too, and he don't even got the means to be like, yo, let me just stay up, and make sure this nigga good. Like that nigga already checking before I even get out the park a lot. Like, like at least at least put the beats on, like you know what I'm saying. Put the hard shit on so we can ride out, like you know what I'm saying. Like you don't even be trying to play the hard nigga. Just start playing sleepy music. Like. He don't try. He don't even try to be the GPS nigga. Like he <laughs> just he just be in the car, just in the car for real for the ride. Like you just like. And that nigga don't never know. I hate that friend. Nigga don't never know. Yo, I'm supposed to get off on exit three. I don't know, bro. What do you know? Nigga, in the back, man. You, this Uber now. This ain't you. Ain't you ain't even a passenger driver. Like you ain't even shotgun no more. You fucking Uber passenger, nigga. You don't know shit. Like this shit crazy. Like nah, that 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 is that nigga meal ticket. As long as that nigga got a bottle, he good. I'm like, alright, we out then. Fuck it. Let me get yeah. some. Word. He definitely always got a bottle on deck, so that's why he always got. He always got a seat in my car, bro. Regardless where we go, he always got a bottle. Shit. Always on deck. That's man. why. Always that's why deck. when niggas go to El Porto now, I don't, I don't even be about yo. You got that toll money, like as long as you got the toll, we out. Like cause I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, crazy man. Oh. Oh, oh man, though. Um, this week I'm. I mean, it's not even a segue, but I'm trying to get into this this uh, major topic that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, oh, yeah, it's because yeah. I see it, I see it so 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 much on a uh, on Instagram and everywhere in life. It's because we got our phones in our hands, and I just wanted to know, like, do you feel that social media is becoming the new age platform for people seeking guidance or advice from other people? I mean, it, it ain't. It's not even a matter of it being. First of all, yes, but it's not even a matter of it being like the new age uh, way to seek guidance. It's been. Social media, what we've had MySpace since we've had Facebook and MySpace. I know I had MySpace as early as 05. So we've had Facebook and MySpace as early as those days. But what has transpired and how technology has evolved since then, hell yeah. Like, and, and the crazy thing is, I've had those, I've had relationship woes because of what I didn't put on MySpace. I mean, what I didn't put on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and what I did. Like, you, you know, so. I don't know if it's a matter of me validating, but I know everybody else tries to validate. Like, I had a picture of my ex up on my, my Instagram for so long that uh -huh. even after we broke up, people still associated me with that picture. It's just uh -huh. it's just by, you know, you're just guilty by association. Like, that, that I don't know why that means I still love her or I'm still in love with her or we still together. I'm still fucking her. None of that. We're just friends, like... But it just becomes a matter of if you have that picture posted, the way people looking at you, you get into a new relationship, the way, you know, your girl or her friends go to your page and look at you like, yo, you're not on the page, but his ex on his page. So I think that we we put too much stock into validating, bro. Like, like you, they, it's to the point where now where people start validating shit on social media, just filling in the blanks, like just start reading between the lines of shit that's not even real. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you could be sitting you could be sitting behind a car or sitting in the car, and now it's like that's your car. Like what? Well, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just I'm, I said that's a poor example analogy, but that's just how real uh validate. Like that's just how poor it is now. Like if you if you keep posting a little boy, that's your son. 
Like, you know, people don't people don't ask questions. They just rent. And then when somebody asks about you, like, yo, Smooth, don't Smooth got a son? I don't know why. Because he always posting little boy. Like, I thought that was his son. Like, you know, the accu like, people just, assumptions are terrible this year, though. Like, this, this past decade has been terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good uh, explanation. But I kind of was, like, looking towards the effect of, um, you know how, since, I mean, you see in the world that, well, in the society that we live in, a lot of people have their phone in their hand majority of the time. So uh-huh. it's so easy for people to go to Instagram when they have a problem going on in their life that sometimes it's just like, yo, I feel like I'm a therapist sometimes. Like I look on Instagram, I'm scrolling down, I look at Insta story, it's someone that's not complacent with where they at in life, uh-huh. a relationship problem. So I just be understand like yo, do they not have friends around them that can answer these questions for them, or are they just seeking other help from people that they're not close with? Because Instagram is I got eighteen hundred followers, but that don't mean I know eighteen hundred people. Yeah, you know, because sometimes you can get advice from other people. So I just wonder like, do people want guidance from so- outside sources as opposed to the ones that they're close to? Sometimes it's a matter of but but social media is a dopamine. And what I mean by that is like it's an it's an addiction that it's an addiction that we need, we love, like we've created like this dependency on likes, validation. You know what I'm saying? Like if you really if if you want to really get into the psychology of why women post pictures and you know, the type of pictures that they post and the level of comfort, like why are they posting these pictures and for what reason? Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Like it's they'll never tell you why, but it's a deeper, darker uh psychology to all of that. But it's a matter of you know, who you, you know, you, you might feel comfortable talking to a stranger. And that's just the reality that we in. Because people feel more connected to followers than they do real life friends or real life people. Just in right. general. And the thing about social media therapy is free. So you may go on there to vent. Like I said, I, I'm keeping it in terms of relationship. But like you said, just any real, real life problem. But you may just go vent, you know, your, your shorty puts up, you know. She may not, of, of course, she may sub you. She may not put, you know, smooth is getting on my nerves. But, you know, my boyfriend still hanging out with such and such. And I told him that you are the company, you know, so that you start doing that. You know, now niggas are looking at that as validation. Like, oh, they, you know, they're going through trouble. So let me step in. Let me see what's going on with their relationship. Or friends are looking at that like, you know, she's going through something. Instead right. of just hitting up a friend. You know, so now 1,800 people, like you said, know that there's a relationship woe instead of just hitting up one reliable friend and saying, yo, you know, Smooth is getting on my nerves, da-da-da. Now 1,800 people know. And that becomes a conflict of interest when the boyfriend sees it and he's mad because it's like, yo, why would you put that on social media? And she's like, I don't see nothing wrong with it. It's my, but, you know, but it's our relationship. Right. We put an our business on there for your people to see. Now I'm being judged. I'm, you know, I'm being scrutinized for something, a picture that you painted and it's one-sided. Right. Um, also, like, because I feel like that there's there's some good forms of like ther- therapeutic like advice that comes from it. Because you know, you look on Instagram, a lot of a lot of people be reposting like the TD Jake, um, yeah, sixty second clips or fifteen second clips or someone that's posting a, a picture that speaks to. Sometimes I, I look on that I'm like, damn, that that shit hits home, you know. And I feel like sometimes you can't go to some of your friends because they give the advice that you don't always want to hear. Yeah. You know, because it's like sometimes, so. you know, sometimes you'll be like, say if you're going through something with your girl or your girl cheated on you or something like that. And you feeling kind of bad and you go to your friend and you be like, oh, yo, bro, like such and such cheating on me. And they give you the advice like, bro, fuck leave that, that bitch, bitch that I'll be yeah, like, leave like, that bitch. And that sometimes bitch. that's not what you want to hear because yeah. you want to work it out because you know 
there's a bigger story. Like you, you have only told the fact that she cheated, but you didn't tell the part that you did wrong and why she cheated on you. Or even the karma that you said that you feel sometimes for like, say if I cheated, but she ain't catch me cheating, but I call her cheating. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to hear like, oh then fuck that bitch. You know what I mean? Da da da. And it's it's just funny because sometimes you can't take the advice from the people that's close to you, and you need to seek advice from strangers who have gone through what you've gone through and will give you a advice not from a personal thing or a bias point of view because they know you and know you personally and want to see the best for you but give you the non-emotional mm-hmm. response yeah. that you're going to need to hear that that's going to help you get through the time that you're going through but like like you said it when you look on but you know what you got to watch you got to watch people like if you really if you really know somebody you got to watch people watch what they post and it's funny that you have to do this but it's sad and I do it a lot. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just into the, the the mind. I'm into the psychology of why people do things. Like I said, my goal in life is probably to understand women, but that probably never happened, right? Right. But you have to watch. You have to watch the way. You know, some people post motivational quotes. Some people post shit and don't even mean what they post. It's for attention, bro. It's for conversation. It's like to spark. Like some people are really good master manipulators in a sense to where as though they can draw. People went drawing DMs, drawing conversation, drawing females who you know, you know, weak-minded females who just kind of like, oh, I like what you posted, but they don't even they don't even live by what they posted. They don't even mean that shit. Right. Like they just post that shit just to get you know. It's like instant glorification. It's like instant gratification at that. Like you post this, people like it. People, you know, that means people fuck with me. Or I post this, you know, so that way I can target who really wants you know who 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 can really understand. You know, so people do a lot of things for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I feel like I got a lot of people that just post shit just to get a reaction. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like Word uh, up. let me post let me post this 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 type of post right here and let's see who responds to it. Let's see who, who's going to get an eye from. Who's going to say maybe maybe the person that I wanted to hit is going to hit. But that's what I be saying. Like sometimes you just gotta go directly to the problem yeah. or just like because a lot of things doesn't need to touch social media. But I won't say that it's completely wrong because sometimes there is good advice or good, you know what I mean, a lot of things that you should get from social media that you can't get from someone that's close to you. Yeah. And I just recently had, like, a problem going on within myself that I just spoke to my family about with, like, dealing with my emotions and being able to be emotionally open with people because I was holding a lot of stuff in. And I felt like a lot of the times I used to just, since I'm on my phone a lot, I just go to Instagram and be like, let me hit that black screen, type some shit up, or let me just write some shit. And people be like, nah, yo, what's going on with yeah. your boy? And I'm like, and they like, yo, I don't know. But you look on Instagram, it's like I'm going crazy. Then they ask me, like, yo, what's up with you? You good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. But actually, yeah. like, the shit is fucking with me. But I just don't feel comfortable expressing that to everybody that I'm around. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a matter of, we don't, um, like I said, I'm so big on mental health and because of what I went through, we don't often even check on our people like, yo, you good, bro? Like, what's up with you? You straight? Like I, like I said, it's a lot of times I, I hit up Trey yesterday, just yesterday, like, yo, you good? How your mental health? Like, I had to call Trey. He was like, yo, I got the baby. I'm like, you good, though? Like, he like, I'm going to hit you. I'm like, yes, yeah, because sometimes, you know, nigga, everybody need to vent, first of all. Right. But it's not even a matter of just venting because you have to you have to even give the option. You have to let your friends know. Sometimes they have to be reminded, like, who's in their corner. Sometimes it's just that. Like, you can be so depressed, like, damn, I'm always checking on niggas, but nobody hit my line today to make sure I was good. Right. Even if I'm good, nobody even, nobody cared, bro. Like, so sometimes you just got to hit your boys up. Like, yo, you good, my nigga? Like, I ain't heard from you in a couple days, just checking in with you. Like, 
you know, because a lot of times, like you said, you go on social media, you post some shit up, and, you know, that's saying that's what, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. It's like, but with social media, sometimes you can't even believe what you see. Right. Because just like you said, you posting this stuff, and then people asking you, you know, are you good? And you tell them no because you have so much bottled up frustration. It could also go another way where it's like, you happy as hell on social media, but you got to read between shit. Like, yo, why is this nigga always turned up? Like, this nigga never home. And then you asking it, yo, why you never home? Niggas be like, I don't even like being in the house. Like, some people don't like being by themselves. I right. Had to, I had to deal with that with my ex. Like, yo, you always out. Like, that was one of the reasons we broke up. Like, you're always out. You're always doing something. Like, do you... Every time, even when you go to Walmart, you calling people to go to Walmart with you. I'm the type of person to go to movies, Dola. Like if I need to go to Walmart, grab something real quick, I'm out. Like I don't, I don't need, I don't need people to do anything. I like being alone. Some people don't. They dealing with internal conflict and they don't understand it. But with social media, it's so mass that you kind of got to read between shit. And that's why last week I was talking about like preconceived notions. Sometimes it's not right. It's not right that I do it, but I'm looking at shit through a certain lens. And I could just totally be wrong, but it's just it's just it's just my bias, social media bias. Like I don't take a lot of shit that I see on social media at face value. That's why I'm so secluded. I'm so laid back in terms of my relationship. You'll never know who I'm really dating unless I want you to know who I'm dating. Right. You know what I'm saying, you know, you'll yeah. You know, that's just me. And, and uh, kind of piggybacking off what you said with like the friends and like sometimes people just need you to. Ask like a lot of times, a lot of people just won't just come up to you like, "Yo, bro, I'm going through this." It's, it comes from asking, and I feel like sometimes I don't even ask a lot of my friends like what's going on. Like I said, um, a lot of times my mom would be like, "Oh, how is such and such doing? How such and such doing?" And I'd be like, "I can't tell you. I don't even know. I, I don't. I, I don't know." Last week, <laughs> but somebody would come up to me like, "Yo, your boy good? Your such and such good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, he good." And he'd be like, "Yo, he been like he been wilding on the gram lately, or he been yeah. wilding in his tweets or something like that." And it's crazy because. I feel like I'm lacking as a friend because I don't know a lot of shit that goes on in my friends' lives, and shit could be destroying them on the inside, but they just keeping a smile on the outside just to remain strong or just keep the the happy vibes, and it's just like, do I feel like a, a bad friend? Yeah. Because I can't Not, see well, that no, this is a problem. Like a it's just, I know what you mean. But. Yeah, man. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah, but guys, listeners out there, for the fans, you know, uh, check on your strong friend. Because even those strong friends who are always complicit with helping you out, making sure you good, we all go through something. And I had a big fight, you know, when I, you know I had a big fight with my lady one time about you know making your problems my problems and how, you know, you can produce, you can put that energy on me. The shit that you going through, sometimes we have to go through things alone, and sometimes you want you want to be there for your friend, but check on your strong friend because, you know, that you you when you put your problems on me. Now I'm stressed out, worried about your safety, or worried about if you gonna hurt yourself, worried about if you good. I'm not. I'm so focused on worried about if you good. I'm not even worried about if I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of like we're so we can be so altruistic and so selfless at times that I'm helping you, but I'm lost. Or I'm I'm not even you know venting and making sure I'm good. So yeah, man, that, that's important. Like we as friends. Sometimes we just neglect. We we use each other so much and we cope it, but we, we hide it behind, oh, it's a friendship, it's a covenant, it's a bond. But we use each other a lot of times for comfort, just for, you know, anything. Like, sometimes it's a matter of, you know, I need a ride. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, that, that friend call might be fucked up, but you ain't talk to that nigga, you know what I mean? Because you ain't, you ain't make sure you good. Like, I'm not saying call a nigga like, yo, you good, your car good, but 
If a nigga talking to you and letting you know my car fucked up right now, you know what I'm saying? You ain't just gonna jump out the gun like, yo, you feel like picking me up, taking me to the mall? Like, I saw, I meant to hit you up too. Like, I saw in the, in the group chat, you put like, yo, somebody know how to fix a tire. But I was at work. See, right. I know I know what the type of friend that I am. If I wasn't at work, I would have called you immediately, like, yo, you know me, you need me to pick you up. I remember I had to jump, I had to jump Trey at the gas station. This nigga went to go see Jaden. Next thing you know, this nigga car won't start. I had to go drive. I drove all the way down 440, go give this nigga a jump just to get home. Cause that's just the type of friend I am, and I don't do it for merit. But I just make. Sh- I'm always gonna make sure my people good, my my family good. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, and when I put that, I was like, I mean, even though like even though I had the situation under control, but it was like I needed help. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But and I it was wasn't even. For, it, yeah, it yeah. wasn't even. It, and it wasn't even for me. It was for my cousin. Yeah. And like I reached out to one of my friends from work who I just met like possibly two years ago and he was like yo I I come get you and it was like I was happy that I mean a friend was able to lend, lend a favor and I was and I, I kind of looked at the group chat kind of funny like damn nobody responded or even was like you know what I mean I'm at work I'm at work. Yo, I know I know niggas, niggas I know niggas yeah. got I know niggas got Bitch-ass shit going niggas. on but niggas could have just like reacted to it I'm not saying that I'm holding for my nigga smooth not saying that I'm holding it against niggas but you know what I'm saying I, I just kind of like Write shit like that down in my notes, you know, because a lot of times that I came through for a lot of people, and even even if I couldn't come through, I at least gave an explanation to why I couldn't come through. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like I said, a lot of people keep their phones in their hands, and it gets to a certain point where it's like, damn, I'm watching you with your phone in your hand 23 hours out of the day, so I know you've seen it. Word up, you right? You're but you right. know, to each his own. You learn, you live, and you learn. You know who who's the who who you should keep close and who you should keep. Giving favors to and who you shouldn't, so that's just how I'm I'm feeling about it. Word up, and you you also gotta be careful who you smashing too, like for the for the you know, cause some chicks, like you know, chick will try to catch you off guard real quick. Can you bring me something to eat? No, like fuck out of here, bitch. I ain't hear from you in a week. And last time I heard from you, I was smacked. Like now you want something to eat? No, I'm not. No, I'm go, nah, going last out my time way, I heard like, from you, you was asking me for something to yeah, eat, and I told you no the first time. That's the crazy thing. They're so persistent that last time I heard from you, you asked me for something to eat. So yes, the next time you hear from me, I'm gonna be asking you for head. Like that's how it's gonna right. go hand in glove like that from now on. Right. I definitely keep that convo persistent. Like, yeah. oh, if you ask me for something, I'm gonna keep asking you for shit. Yeah, it's like now. So now you know it's gonna get to a point where you see what kind of relationship this is. I see what kind of friendship or whatever, what fuck situationship, whatever we got going on. I see what's going on because like, you, you, you only me. hit me. You only hit me up when you wanted this chair. You don't, like you what? only hit me up when you want exactly. food. Exactly. You only or hit me, me a ride. You, exactly. I don't care about your little bum ass son. Keep that energy the fucking my same. Son. <laughs> Keep that energy the same, you know. Keep that energy the same. Yeah. Now I mean, I reciprocate energy perfectly exactly. fine, bro. Perfectly fine. Reciprocity is important, bro. It's just, it's just like I said, it goes hand in glove. It's a matter of you wash my back, I wash yours. One hand wash the other. But a lot of people take, you know, take that friendship for granted. Like you, when we go back to like validation of social media, it's just then they try to use that against you. But you, you always with this one and that one and that one. But you ain't never got time for me, or you ain't never got time for this. Yes, I don't have time. The, these people that I'm with are valuable. You know, they're valuable to my mental health, my you know my sanity. They have time. Make time for me. You don't make time for me. You know what I'm saying? You don't. The only time you make time for me is when it's something that you want to do. And I like, I can't deal with stuff like that from women in general. Women that I've dated in the past, it's a matter of you mad at me for always wanting to be around my boys and it's GB this and it's brotherhood that. But, you know, when I was trying to drive off 14B, bitch, I hit your line. You wasn't, you wasn't picking up. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, and when you go to that social media valid validation topic, it's like I see so many like Instagrams, and I just see like, yo, this nigga is just trying to get validated by by followers that don't even like care. Because yeah. honestly, like I don't care too. for a lot of shit that I see on Instagram. Like I don't care about you posting your body pics on Instagram. I don't care about turning two hundred to two thousand dollars. I don't care about none of that shit. Honestly, so me personally, I would never post what's going on in my life on a personal level. Like you might, you might get a snippet, yeah, a little ten second trailer, but that's never the full, the full, the full story. Word you up. know, because I don't, I don't seek validation through through followers that don't personally know me. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people built these perceptions of me through Instagram. Like I, I met a girl one time, and she was like, "Yo." You the guy that say suck my dick um, on Instagram, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yo, I mean, it's funny that that you think that, but that's honestly not who I am. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, also, a lot of people be like, oh, you 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 this funny guy, and I'm like, I'm chill. I'm funny for who I want to be funny for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just gonna be no class clown for everybody. Like I ain't just about to be kiki ki ha 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 with everybody. You know what I'm saying? You got like I, I'm a I'm a observer and I observe everybody. I study a lot of people's behavior. Like I, I took a lot of sociology classes, and I study a lot of people's behavior, and I watch and observe each and every person in the room, and I know exactly if I'm going to click with you or if I'm not going to click right with you. Because I can see that off off a first rip. In the first ten seconds, I'm like, you know what? That's a clown. I don't want to be with you. <laughs> like, like we talked about last week, you can always spot the clown, bro. But that um, let me ask you something. Like, is so. With that being said, since you asked about the guidance and everything, like, is it a good thing or a bad thing to seek guidance? Like, seek seek answers from outside sources, social media, like, like that whole concept of believing what you see, half of what you see, none of what you hear. But is that a good or bad thing? Like, if you choose to do it, if you live by that, um, it's always a good thing to seek guidance. Um, if it's coming from an outside source, I feel like it can come at a non-biased opinion because, like I said, when when it's someone that's close to you, they try to give you that 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 opinion of what they think you want to hear as opposed to what you need to hear. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody wants to hear what they want to hear, but nobody never wants to hear what they need to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like I was saying as far as, oh, fuck that. Like when I say, if I, if I cheat on my girl and then she cheat back on me, but I catch her, she don't catch me. And then I'm like, yo, bro, what you think I should do? And they're like, yo, no, fuck her. You don't need her. Like, da, da, da. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want it, and especially if I want to work it out, that's not the advice I want to hear. So yeah. if I if I go to an outside source, and I and they know the situation. They might give me a more non-biased, without being my personal friend, opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you did your dirt. She did her dirt. Either you gonna work past it, or you just gonna let it be gone. But yeah. I don't want to hear fuck that bitch because I actually care about her. I actually love that 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 woman. You know what I'm saying I'm not even gonna call her a bitch. Sometimes, sometimes it's a matter of putting personal opinions aside, and that's why I used to always tell my women, any woman that I've ever dealt with, I don't like women who tell their friends and family everything that we do. Like if you tell them, the, even if you tell them all the great shit that we do, we always on a date. I'm always taking you out. I'm always doing this. That's not gonna always be the case. It's not gonna always be happy, and I have an issue with that because. Now, anytime I do something wrong, you're going to tell them I do something wrong. But you have to remember, when I hurt you and they see your pain, they see why you're crying, whether they understand it or it's validated or not, I'm fucking you. So not even just a matter of I'm fucking you. Like, you love me. So you're going to come back to me. You're going to embrace me with open arms. But they're never going to forget that moment when you were crying and I hurt you. Whatever I did, whether it had been cheating, I called you out your name, it was just a verbal dispute, whatever. You're going to take me back. They're never going to forgive. 
you you'll forgive me but they'll never forgive me because they don't have to deal with me and those outside sources like you said those are the ones that are unreliable because now it's a matter of personal opinion being you know involved in any in my relationship you know what i'm right. saying so but it's, if you can have a com i can have a civilized conversation about my woman with someone that i would i would prefer to have a conversation with someone that knows her like don't don't know her based off of what I told them, but know her personally, uh, and some. But sometimes it's not always helpful. But I'd rather someone know her because then they know how she works even before me or even after me. They'll they'll know how she maneuvers even when I'm not around. Right. And that's the type of person that I would like to see God. And that's just in terms of relationship. Now, if we're talking about just life shit, you know, you wanna you wanna talk to somebody that knows you, like. You know, and I, and I don't mean know you in a sense to where it's like, you know, like, like that's my bro. But some people have to really know you. Like, they know how you're going to react to a certain situation, how you are when, certain, like you said, when there's certain people around. Like, yo, you all right? Yo, you quiet. Like, why are you so quiet? No, nah, I'm just not feeling the energy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those those are the people who know you. Like, they know, oh, you're not feeling the energy. There's too many people here. You don't know them. You're just not comfortable. Those are the people you want to be around. When I say they know you, they can see and engage with you when you not. They see you not yourself. Oh, you not the dancing smooth today. Like what's good? You all right? Like, nah, I'm just not feeling the niggas that's in here tonight. It's, you know what I'm saying? That's that's just how I'm on it. Like, it's just you want to talk to people that know you, whether it's your relationship or you personally. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not against people that know me, but I also don't, just don't feel like I could frown upon people that are outside. I feel like it could be a balance, oh. you know, because like I said. Um, I've been in situations where I've been able to paint the picture for both sides. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'm never too biased upon upon my opinion about something that I could paint a picture of both sides. Like if I'm explaining somebody's situation or explaining my situation to somebody be between me and another person, I could paint a picture so that you can see their point of view. In my point yeah. of view, because like like a devil's advocate, I yeah, like I'm saying, time. I can always play the devil's advocate yeah. of myself. You know, I'm judge, I, like I, I could be judgmental of myself sometimes, I'm, I'm and it's so way. easier to do that and paint the picture to someone that you don't know, as opposed to someone that just knows you for just knowing you, because a lot of people can't see you outside of that friend's lens. Dope. You know what I'm saying, as opposed to like I said, telling me what I want to hear and telling me what I need to hear. Because a lot of people don't know how to dif differentiate from that because I'm a friend that would tell you what you need to hear as opposed to what yeah. you want to hear. Like, and if you fucking up, I I'm going to tell you, like, yo, my nigga. I hate the what you need to hear as friend. No, like, in certain circumstances. Nigga, you need to hear this. I, I even, I, I can even go as far as saying, like, if, if my woman, I want, I want the, I'm, first of all, I'm that friend. But I want, I want a woman that's going to have that friend around. That's in, that friend is important. The one that's going to tell you, like, yo, what you doing? You wildin'. Like, you know that nigga love you. Go back to him or get your shit together. I want to see y'all work. Not the friend that's, fuck that bitch, nigga. Let's get drunk tonight. Man, you we got, got a like, thousand other niggas out here. Like, bro. Nah, it's a lot of other niggas. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't particularly like that friend because you don't have her best interest at heart. Because now you're just telling her to give up on everything the same way you would. And sometimes, like, like you said, giving advice that you don't even subscribe to. Like, you saying fuck that nigga, but soon in your situation, but I love him. Like, yeah. no. Nah, no, nah, wasn't it fuck that? Wasn't it fuck Travis when you was hurting? Like, keep that same energy with your relationship too. Exactly. Like, but yeah, it's, it's real. I I had a point, but I forgot, man. I had a <laughs> that's that bullshit. <laughs> I had a valid point, but yeah, man, you're right. So it's, that's 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 what it comes down to. Yeah, man. I feel like we all just need those friends that. It, I mean, not outside sources, but if you if you if you have friends that can give you that that need to hear. 
uh, opinion as opposed to what you want to hear, then then by any means confide in them. You know what I'm saying? But you should confide in someone because, like I said, I recently just was carrying a whole weight on my shoulder for like the past five to six months, and it was just like an overbearing weight that I couldn't like control, and it would just cause me to like have emotional breakdowns at like random times of the day. And I just didn't feel comfortable, like, even expressing it to, like, my, my parents or my family members at all, or even my friends at all, you know. But now I'm getting better with it, so I just feel like if you have something going on, you should seek advice or guidance from somebody, whether it's social media, as you're, you know what I mean? You want to reach out to somebody and hope that somebody reach back to you on social media or a friend that, you, that you're close to. I mean, just don't be afraid to speak up because, or if, and if you're that friend, don't be afraid to ask if you see something going off with your friend. You know what I'm saying? Because you could you could tell tendencies when someone is off. Yeah, you like you like I said, it's just a matter of knowing that person. You know, so, but that's all we need to hear, man. You got anything else on your mind, bro? Um, it's a couple things that I wanted to like touch on before I got out of here. Um, you know, the story with uh Khalif. What Khalif Browder? Khalif Browder, his oh, family was just awarded three point three million dollars oh, in the settlement, which is crazy because it's like he, you know, he didn't get to see that. But it's right, crazy. he didn't get to see that. But you know what I mean, it, it's a sad story. If you didn't, if you didn't go see the, the Netflix series, you should go see it. I don't know if it's still up there, but that's a sad story of a teen who pretty much lost his life due to an unjust case, and then he ended up taking his life. It's a sad story, and I also heard that they closing down. They plan to close down right in twenty twenty seven. Oh, that's a long ass time. Man, that's though. a long. See what I keep telling you about. We spoke about that on week one too. Like, why y'all keep telling us about what y'all plan to do ten years from now? Like, tell like like why they couldn't tell us we closing down Rikers Island in twenty twenty nine, like twenty twenty five, and so at least two years. We like, we ain't in two thousand nineteen. Like, like, it's not two <laughs> Yeah, like that's fucking six years from now. Like, god damn, you know what's gonna happen in the next six years? A lot more people gonna, you know, it's gonna be a lot of unjust trials. A lot of, you know, so. Right. But if you haven't seen that doc, I you know, I implore that you should. You know, I, I recommend it. Like I said, I keep saying I'm an I'm an advocate for mental health because I've dealt with it. I've dealt with depression. I know what it's like to not really understand what's going on in your head. I'm a very anxious guy. I'm a big guy at that. I'm very I get very anxious anxiety. A lot of times we're having anxiety and we there's levels to anxiety. Anxiety can make you throw up. Anxiety can make you feel closed in, claustrophobic, but I have I have a low a mild anxiety to where as though I don't really even understand what's going on with me like I just don't want to be around people and that's the anxiety kicking in so um you know I implore people to go watch that because what happened to him you know mentally after he even got out of jail and he tried to be normal in a sense not normal you know he tried to be okay but it was just a matter of he couldn't sustain, he couldn't contain the nightmares he had. He couldn't. Right, right. That he, was know, crazy. he was institutionalized after a while. He, he even tried not to be institutionalized. And that just goes to show what's really going on in jail. But it's just deeper than that. And it's sad because, he, you know, he hung. At the end of the day, he hung himself. So he killed himself. You know, you award his family $3 million. But that's know. not the price of a life, man. Exactly. I don't fuck with nobody Especially said. for somebody who was technically innocent. Case exactly. got thrown out. Nigga sat in jail for three years, two and a half years. From a teenager all the way up until, I think from 17 all the way up until 19, he was almost turning 20. So he sat in jail from the adolescent, he sat in the adolescent uh, youth house of Rikers all the way up until the, the grown man jail. Like, it's exactly. really going down. And he was small. So it's like, at what point, they tried so many tactics to break him down. Try to get him to take a plea. Try to get him to do so much stuff. So I, I you know, I, I think everyone should watch that. 
you know, just to get a peace of mind of what's really happening to our youth. Like that, that was a case that that's happening so much that when I spoke on it in episode one, this is why our old, you know, our OGs need to speak up and step up because, you know, we don't, we're, they're misunderstood. And because they're misunderstood, they're looking at us for guidance and we're giving them poor guidance. So that just goes back to that topic, but I don't want to rant. So just check that out. Uh, congratulations to his family. You know, I wish I had three point mil. So that's just me. <laughs> also, uh, shout out to uh, Jay Z and uh, Meek Mill and that that justice reform. Dog, Le- legendary, bro. Like legendary. Like that's shit. big, man. That's honestly big. You know, like people aren't just rapping these lyrics and not making any improvements. Yeah. Like, or actually putting the actions with the lyrics. So I'm I'm big for that. That's that's the fucking. I wish we had applause on this. <laughs> Yo, shout you know, out applause to, board. Shout out to shout out to Robert Kraft. As much as we talk shit about him, he signed off on that bill. Robert Kraft, uh, the Philadelphia 76 76ers. 76ers Mark Cuban of Dallas signed off on that bill. So, a lot of white rich men supporting the movement, supporting the black, you know, the black movement of injustice and the, the reform. So, we have allies. You know, and I a lot of times I you know I even go back and forth with Flizz because Flizz knows Flizz one of one of Flizz close friends in Florida is white, so Flip but Flizz be like them crackers, them crack. I'll be like, bro, we got allies, but you know, so um, it's just so know, it's just so minimum. It, you feel it's like so, it's a minimum, but it's a lot of people that 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 actually care for what not, we going. Not through. only do they have hidden agendas, we don't know how they act when they're not around us. We don't know how they act when they're not around us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. They they hung with us and then get around white people and nigger this and they, like even if you don't say nigger but you around a white man that says nigger and you still and shoot you you still put yourself there like I would be like I would as a white man I would be like nah I'm getting out of here like I don't want to be around people like you and if you're not gonna say nothing I'm cool but hey, that's kind of double sided though because uh, uh-huh. I mean, you can hang around white people and be like man when we get around. Our... I don't know, them, them crackers be wild. You see them, you see them white people games that people be but doing. We'll say they cracking cra- bottles on their head. Like we'll this white motherfucker. Cra- no, we, right, what I'm trying to say, we'll say them crackers be wild in a cracker face. Like we, a cracker <laughs> know he's a cracker. Like you know what I'm saying? A cracker Red knows Nick he's Hill, a cracker. Billy motherfucker. Right, but what I'm saying is like you know you get you get you have the white people. Like take for example, did you see? Uh, I don't even know if you saw the Chris Rock, the shit with Chris Rock. Um, Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, I did see that. I did. Yeah, they they were talking about. They were saying nigga, and Chris Rock said nothing. But then Jerry Seinfeld was like, "Whoa, like I don't even use that word." Like he he tried to play it off and be sarcastic. Like I'm not comfortable. With you. He wasn't trying to telling them not to say. It. He was just saying like, I, "I don't find what y'all saying funny." Like I don't use that word. It's offensive. I've never used it. Those are the white people I want to be around. You know right. what I'm saying? And they start those they start looking and Chris Rock didn't even say anything and he's black and they just saying nigga casually like they like you just saying you saying I'm a nigga, Chris Rock like, yeah, like you a nigga. No, you not a nigga, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I wanna be around those white people. Like I wanna, you know, embrace embrace who we are, but understand your place, understand your place as an ally. Like be, you know, be genuine to yourself. Like even if we're not around, still be who you are with us. Stand on your still. Yeah, stand on the same shit that you stood for with us when you're not with us. You go, you know what I'm saying? You go into a redneck bar right now, you know, oh, niggers are this. Like, nah, I'm out, bro. Y'all wildin'. I'm good. <laughs> That's just me, bro. But uh, this is the, you know, this is the last week of January, right? Oh, you time got your, is flying, bro. You got, I, your, uh, you got your Valentine's Day shit set up yet? Bro. Or am I getting you in trouble? I, nah, nah. I don't have it set up. I'm going to have But the thing about Val, my, I'm a Pisces. My birthday is March 1st. So uh, 
Valentine's Day is the 14th. It's two, my birthday is two weeks later, so it's kind of like, damn, you know, cutting it short. But I'm going to make sure I t- you know, take care of the old girl. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I ain't having Valentine's in like eight years. Yeah, you know what's funny? I've been one-sided for the last couple of minutes. I've just been sending gifts. I ain't even, <laughs> I ain't even getting a receipt. I ain't even getting a receipt. But are, are we even supposed to get something back? Like, yeah. What, what do you even want back for Valentine's Day? Cologne or watch? Or? No. Pussy. That's <laughs> uh, not a good. I don't want that. I'm good. I'm what straight. you mean? Especially if it's. All right, let me this, tell you how fucked up Valentine's the same has been. This on Tuesday as it was nah, on nah, Valentine's nah, nah, Day. Nah. Like, this ain't nothing special about this All box right. today. We're going to do a Valentine's Day special podcast, but let me tell you something what Valentine's Day has been watered down to. Valentine's Day has been watered down to people posting on Instagram, who wants to be my Valentine's? And then if you like the post, they're like, okay, you know what I mean? Give me some chocolate on that night. Okay, I get you that. But what I want to be turn? Who was it? <laughs> No, Straight up. It's just, it's just, it's I mean, because it ain't bro. it ain't like it's your girl or nothing. It's like it's not like because usually I won't make a, a girl my Valentine's if if, if if I already mess with you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's usually some new joint that like, ah, you want to be Valentine's. Uh, okay, cool. We can do. It. We can go dinner. We can go to a little spa. Whatever you want to do. But in return, on that receipt, it's a pussy. Yeah, be right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want nothing else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to cook me dinner. You ain't got to do none of that. I mean, just give me some pussy. Yeah, that's you. it. I'm with you, bro. But I yeah, know what I mean, we might come to y'all with a uh, Valentine's playlist. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Hey, yo, yo. What's good? I was I was on Spotify, and it went to a 112 discography. I'm substituting a lot of art. I'm taking a lot of R. Kelly shits out right now, and 112 is being inserted, bro. So I think I'm good now. I don't. I don't feel the least five tracks in from from bumping grind all that shit. I took all that bro, shit out. Come see me. If I take it all out. If you want the R and B playlist, come see your boy. If you want to know all out. what was really going on out in the nineties, the the early two thousands, with the way, come see your boy. Now I got uh, it, but I just I, nah, I needed nah, something nah. to substitute but, uh, the R Kelly shit. You know that you know I, you I, had I, to keep that on there before, bro. No, Last year I, that shit was on there. I haven't, listened to, I haven't listened to R. Kelly in two years. In 2016, they talked about how R. Kelly um, had chicks trapped in, you know, in a mansion. Oh, okay, okay, and, okay. At, it was at that point. I was, I'm not. I wasn't always on the R. Kelly. But I was still listening to him after the piss trial. I, I was still listening, but it was in 2016. I was like, bro, how many times they gonna, like, how many articles they gonna write about this man and how much shit he doing? I'm good. Like, I'm at that point. Uh, I was like, I gotta pass. But I, I had to come to terms with something before you go back into that. I, I need people to understand that why I don't like R. Kelly or why I don't listen to R. Kelly. When I go back and I look at the Aaliyah stuff, when I go back and I look at, you know, that sex tape, it's like, it's the pedophilia that I'm not with. Now, if you want to be slapping girls around, grown women that's still going to be there, if you want to be, you know, shackling them up and telling them to do whatever for money or sex and they oblige, I can't say nothing because that's pimp shit. And my name is Goldie. And if you don't know who Goldie is, go watch the Mac. Cause Goldie is a pimp. And I'm, you know, so I'm alluding that I have pimp tendencies, but I'm not slapping females, you know. I'm a player. Return of the Mac. <laughs> so I say that to say, um You, you know, to I'm me. you know, I'm if if that's what he was doing in terms of the pimp shit, go stand in the corner. I'm all for it, bro. That's that's how you give it up, bro. Respect. And and to the women that's, you know, to women that's caught up in it. If you choose to deal with R. Kelly in that way, I, you know, I can't say anything because you want to be there. It's just only for the women who are trapped and feel like they, you know, he had a lot of women. It's the, it's a lot of women that spoke out against wanting to leave for so long he wouldn't let them. That's when I'm like, all right, I'm good. But with that being said, 
Yeah, bro, I, I've been took him out. I, I, but I have so much. There's so much other music I could listen to without listening to R. Kelly. Oh like, yeah, I'm, had, I'm good off him now. Like I had to go back. I had yesterday. I listened to all Immature. Like Immature. Was he the, was listening to that shit. I was <laughs> listening to Immature, and I am like that was B2K before B2K, bro. Like they, you know, Chris Stokes brought them out. Marcus Houston, Drummer Boy, and Romeo. That was the that was B2K of the '90s. Oh, word? Yeah. All yeah. right, so, you know, we going to come with a playlist. We're yeah, gonna get so. We going to get y'all right for y'all vibes out there. I'm Hopefully, we get y'all some. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, ladies, get you some gifts. <laughs> I'm trying to implement some background music in the, uh, you know, I don't know why we vibing out. We didn't do it this week, but in the upcoming weeks, we'll probably get it done. It's uh-huh. just a matter of, you know, coming to agreement on some things. Uh, with that being said. Uh, hold, hold. I also, also wanted to implicate one other thing. Um, for the month of February, I also think that coming up, we should shine some light on the, the black people since it's Black History Month. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because dude, all this stuff that, with, you know, with the Bill Cosby and, and R. Kelly stuff and all the other things that you've seen negative in the black communities that we should shine light on the positive things that we got going on in our community. So right. I think we should definitely do that right, at you know one point in February. Doing, but don't use nigga no more. Don't use nigga? I, I can stop using nigga. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, smooth mom. <laughs> Miss Samson, I can't stop. I tried. I tr- I can't take it out. But uh, we it's. I'm just. I'm grateful that we took the word back. It's in our power now. When they said we want to fight, when we said it's a means of uh endearment. You know, endearment. It's my motherfucking and, and that's, that's how I'm coming to it. I I don't want to argue about it. You know, for elders who don't understand, and I get that. You know, so much. You know, so much negativity in the word, but we got it now. We keeping it, and I use it, and I'm sorry, Grandma. Uh, yeah. And uh-huh. another thing, bro, when I hit that, with that being said, it's over, bro. Don't try to cut me No, they. Because you know why it ain't over? being said. I'm on my Funk Flex shit real quick, man. I got to give my shout-outs out, too, you feel me? Do your thing, bro. Do your thing. Like I was saying, I just want to give a shout-out to the followers that have been listening over the past few weeks and giving great feedback. I just want to give a shout-out to my cousin Drew, who's been posting. Uh, o, Earn. Give a shout-out to my sister for the feedback, my mom, also the twins, Sam and Sal. Also want to give a shout-out to my boy Jordan. Um, thank you for uh, following these last couple weeks and continue to stay in tune with us. And as we get better throughout the weeks, we look forward to continuing your support, and thank you. Listen, listen, shout-out to the fans. Shout-out Daria, Naya. Thank you, Didi. I love you. Uh, all my people, man, everybody has been giving me feedback. My brother, First Wonder, everybody, a ski. Uh, we talked about trying to get you up, get you up here when that tape drop, you know. So when that comes out, I definitely want to talk to you. I don't want to hear about your promo run. We just gonna kick it and have conversation. Fuck your music, bro. But you know, shout out to everybody who's just in tune with us, man. Hashtag blame smooth. It's always his fault. At the end of the day, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Samson. We gonna get. <laughs> Yo, why you ain't tell me your mom's just following the page, bro? Like I'm out here cursing, talking about the p word, the vagina. Like I don't need your mom's hearing that. Nah, but uh, with that being said, man, this is the I don't know who needs to hear this podcast episode three. And shout out to my man, man Mo, man at the real Mo Yin, engineer producer. Make sure you get our levels right too, nigga. Call us up if you want to request. The number is 1-800-A. I don't even know you, man. I mean, I don't even know y'all niggas exist. Y'all niggas call us a beef. All you doing is making yourself hot. You not affecting me, nigga. I got cake. If I wanted you touch, you'd be touched. In the summertime, I'm broke. I'm broke.